everybody to the On The Mark Unedited Podcast with me, your host, Miss Nita Marquez, and my co-host, Giovanni LaRue. <laughs> How you doing, Nita? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm great. I know. I love your haircut this week. Oh, yeah. No, I had to go short a little bit. I had to show them, you know. I feel like I would take you more seriously if I met you like this. Ooh, damn. So you didn't take me seriously. When you first <laughs> met me, am I a joke? Do I look like a clown to you, Nita? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a, it's a haircut talking. Don't take it offensive. <laughs> no, it, it looks good. I like I it a lot. The lines are nice. I like your barber style. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we're talking about the two most basic components that every, every human being needs this week. And before I get started, I'm just going to let everybody who is a first timer listening to this, what the On The Mark Unedited podcast is about basically you and I and how we're all the same, but all very unique. And it is my belief that we are all born with greatness and we go through life and things get piled up on that greatness. And so we're ever peeling back the layers to get to that core, that center, that purest place of ourselves. So the point is to be who you're meant to be when you get to where you're going. And if you are acting with integrity, with unity within yourself, if you are being accountable to yourself on your journey to your own unique destiny, you will be who you're meant to be when you get to where you're going by being on the mark and you know, you're going to make some mistakes along the way, but be unedited Unedited. about it. Be real. Yes. Be real with yourself. So Nita, what are these two most basic components that every human needs? Because I need to know. Well, I always say this in sales and I say it in parenting and I say it in my friendships is there's always a dispute because somebody feels unsafe or unloved. Unsafe and unloved. The two most basic components that every single human being needs is to feel safe and loved. If every human felt that, there would be no problems in this world. Think about that. Uh, With humans, I think there would still be problems. I think there would still be problems. Conflicts, yes, because we are ever growing. So we Mm -hmm. need the contrast in order to exceed to the next level. Mm -hmm. However... If there are conflicts of war, Mm -hmm. conflicts of murder, conflicts of barbaric proportions, Mm -hmm. it's because somebody is feeling unsafe or unloved. I agree to an extent. But how about the fact that just human beings in general, we always have that that thriving for more, that gluttony factor in us that we always want more or we're always looking for more. Wouldn't that kind of tie into because sometimes it can betray love. And it can make you Again, feel very unsafe. You feel only gluttonous when you feel inadequate. You only feel inadequate when you feel unlovable. You only feel unlovable mm. when you feel unloved. Mm, good point. So to your point, yes, um, people definitely act with barbaric behaviors. They're gluttonous. Yes, we do have contrast. We're going to have conflict in life because without the darkness, there is no light. Without the struggle, there is no reward. Without the pain, there is no pleasure, so on and so forth. For every greatness, there has to be a contrast. Hence, we are greatness born into life. Okay. So when we are acting 
outside of accordance with our integrity, when we are acting in a way that's harmful to another person, when we're acting in a way that is unloving towards a person in our family, a person in a relationship that we're in, it is because we ourselves feel unsafe or unloved. Okay. That's where that comes from. That is the basis for everything. And when you are in a state of fear, you're in a state of lack. When you're in a state of lack, you're in a state of insecurity. When you're in a state of insecurity, you're in a state of inadequacy uh-huh. and so on and so forth. And from those places, we we starve and we get desperate yes. and thirsty and nasty to get whatever it is that's going to satiate us in that moment. That's going to fulfill you in that moment. Exactly. I, uh, again, I can I can agree to you for, to an extent. And I really only say this only because of the fact that human beings, we, we tend to love and safety is always fun. But for entrepreneurs, people who are speaking to these people, being public figures and telling them, hey, you know, if you ever feel safe, if you ever feel comfortable, that's a no-go. That's the reason why you're poor. He's the fact in- is that is not coming from a space of safety. When you are saying step out of your comfort zone, you're saying get confident. You only can feel confidence when you feel safe. And when you feel safe, you will step out of your comfort zone. Check this out. Hmm. Security of that nature is an illusion. So get the fuck out of the comfort zone, get confident, get strong, get secure within yourself, get safe within yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you have that sense of safety, you can step out of that comfort zone, you can grow, you can expand. So yes, it's true. You should step out of your comfort zone as the entrepreneurial gurus would say. But you step out of your comfort zone only when you feel safe within yourself. You know what you're doing is the right thing. When you have that feeling from within yourself and that safety is there, that's when you step out of your comfort zone because you're doing what's actually really right for you. You know that you're unfailingly going to move forward outside of that comfort zone. You're going to Mm. expand. Yeah, I think it comes with a lot of trust within yourself, too, because a lot of those scary jumps that people say, hey, take these jumps. It's going to feel uncomfortable for a minute, but within the comfortability, you grow. But you move out of your comfort zone when you're confident. You're confident when you feel safe. Mm. Yes. And you feel loved by yourself, usually, because <laughs> that journey, there's, there are people who struggle with the loving themselves part. That's why it's so easy to be manipulated by outside sources to tell you what you should love and what makes you feel safe. Some people say, you know, the cars and the money is what makes people feel safe. And that's why they move. But and that's why we, we have a bunch of thirsty ass, mm-hmm. broke minded, shitty spirited people walking around. <laughs> yes. So I, I don't know. I really wanted to talk also about There's two types of salespeople. There's bullshitters and there's sharers. A bullshitter will close numbers and they'll close fast, hard and strong. And they'll get you lots of numbers, but they will be short lived. Mm -hmm. They will have many droughts. They will have many pitfalls. They will have many throwbacks because people don't like being muscled. And especially these days, people are not buying into the bullshit anymore. And then on the other side, you got the sharers. It's a slower lull to the beginning sometimes and they do these long-term things with their building of their relationships and their rapport and they definitely have a sense of codependency sometimes Mm -hmm. for other people that they're catering to in the sales process but 
the fact is a sharer is going to share what they feel is going to benefit that other person by getting to know that person and finding ways to shape their process to that person's needs and yeah. see where that person's needs can genuinely be met by what that person shares. So do you think that's somebody that can be a sharer and a bullshitter? Be, <laughs> be some, no, seriously, I la- we laugh at it, but like you can sell somebody the false sense of love and the false sense of security and safety based on the bullshit that you can give them. Absolutely. If you're selling them bullshit, but if they actually mm-hmm. need what you have and you know that you can help that person and genuinely deliver value to their life, you share what you have with them and you share the value that it adds to their life in a way that's actually going to resonate with them. Cause not mm-hmm. everybody speaks the same language. Not everything is received the same way by each this person. So a sharer is intuitive enough to understand that and empathize with that person's state of mind given their experiences and maybe past, you know, situations that they've entrusted that person and shared with them that, Hey, I'm a little apprehensive because this, that, and the other. So getting back to the point of feeling safe and loved, a sharer is really notorious for helping people feel safe and loved. And that's how they can deliver value to their lives with their product because they're giving them a sense of safety and they're giving them a sense of, Hey, you know, I got love for you. I have something that I want to share in your life. And I see what your life is about. I see how I can help. This is what I can do. That's what a sharer does. I believe, so. I believe you mean that when you say that, cause you are someone who is a, a, a sharer and a genuine sharer. Thanks. Um, that's something that a lot of people lack today in this new world, just because of the fact that with all the correct information that's out there, mm-hmm. there's just an equal amount or more of the wrong information out there, the bullshit information. So how would you say you've been able to get out of that illusion of what safety quote unquote is or love quote unquote is? Cause we, as humans, we know we don't have the understanding of what love really is right now. It's just a word, but it's a, it's just a word to describe a feeling that, you know, we can't really describe. I would say that when it comes to relationships, you know, my family, my children, first and foremost, that was the one thing that, you know, I always knew as a mother, I was not going to get everything right. I knew I was going to fuck up every which way from Sunday because you just do that as a parent. It does not come with right and wrong instructions. And every child is different. Everybody responds and receives differently. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all unique. Even though I gave birth to all three of them, they're all very, very unique. This is true. The one thing at the end of the day that I just wanted them to feel was that they were safe, that they had somebody that would fucking fight for them Mm. and that they were loved, that they had somebody that would die for them to have everything that they needed and would live as full as I could to give them everything that they needed. And that's love. And, And that was for me as a mother, the most important element. And as a result of that, I think that it's because at the end of the day, they felt so safe and so loved that if you can just send your children out into the world, if they feel that inherently, they can do anything because they know that they are inconquerable. They know that security of stepping outside of the comfort zone because they have nothing to be afraid of. How do you do this for the adults that have never felt that? That's I think that's one of the biggest things because so many people operate in such a different understanding right. than that love and that safety that you've been able to provide. But many haven't. 
And many right. people don't have that. Right. And a lot of that has to come from the inside. But it takes a lot of outside sources before we learn that. I, I speak for myself in this sense, mm-hmm. only because I was fully involved in love. Like my mom loved me as best as she can. But my right. surroundings weren't safety and it wasn't all love. It wasn't all good in the hood. <laughs> so when it comes down literally. to it, <laughs> yeah, literally. So when it comes down to it, like for any of the mishaps that have gone, sometimes it is out of your control. Sometimes it is out of the situations that you put yourself into, which is the control factor that you have in that point. Mm-hmm. But once you are in a situation, how does it that you, you're able to, you know, not be calloused? And be able to still deliver that love and still be able to deliver that, that safety in other people. Because if we don't know love and we don't know safety and we're trying to teach somebody love and safety, we can be teaching them all the wrong things. That's why I wanted to have this episode. Mm -hmm. You cannot cultivate love or safety in another person. All you can do is facilitate it through your own self-awareness to yourself in such a way that you embody it so powerfully that it translates in the way that you communicate and share value in the lives of others. Mm. That's the only way that you can offer authentic love and authentic safety. When you feel safe and loved, others will understand that they are safe and loved in your presence. Doesn't mean they're going to subscribe to it, but they will have an understanding that they are. Mm. And that is what I strive to deliver, whether it's to the kids in my relationship, even with their dad, you know, it's like, I don't hear from him at all. But when I did have the conversation that I had with him after we found out about his health condition, you know, I don't know how long, the man's got, but all I know is at the end of the day that he's aware. I have so much love for him, so much gratitude for our children and for the good things that he has brought into my life mm-hmm. at some points. You can't make somebody feel love. I believe that. I believe that has to come from within, especially when it comes to everything that can come with just being a person who's confused or a person mm-hmm. who has the lack of, whether it be love, whether it be safety, whether it be those things. I'm a little bit more on the opposite spectrum when it comes to right. that understanding of it. Um, I'm a big Robert Greene fan. I know me, I you know. don't really go too much into his books. He's something no, it's worth like, checking out. Yeah, That's why I've sure. read them both. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, but I, I just think his shit is toxic. That's all. I believe so too. But I also believe that in the toxicity is where you find most of your vaccines. I think that's what he supposedly wrote those books for. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that people get it twisted and they really want to use the shit that's in there. For malicious intent. Yeah. yeah. For malicious yeah, intent, for really sure. It's really creepy. I think it's, and if you haven't read it, this is what my summary of it. You can use it against others or you can use it to protect you against others. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is because we all know People are more than the mask that they wear in public. There's three different masks that I believe people wear. The mask that you wear in public, the mask that you show your close friends and family, and then the mask that, you know, you only show yourself, which is no longer a mask. It's bare face to everyone else. It would seem like a mask because it's not the face that they're used to. I think that's one thing when it, when you wear those many, those many masks going into our conversation, especially about love and safety, it, it comes to understand that people put these masks on because they don't feel safe and they Here's don't the feel trip, loved. Though talking about Robert Greene. Mm-hmm. If you feel safe and loved as a person yourself internally, 
You don't fall for none of that bullshit that Robert Greene wrote about in the 48 Laws of Power. Because he shared it with you out of love. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> would not fall for any of that bullshit, uh-huh. even if I hadn't read it, if I felt safe and loved. And here's why much of my life I did not feel safe and loved with my upbringing and with my surroundings. Why would I? Mm-hmm. I literally had been called stupid ass, dumb fuck, idiot. Being called that ongoingly as a child and getting the kind of abuse that a lot of children get that I got growing up that I know my little sister got. You don't feel safe. That's for fucking sure. And who would ever feel loved when you're being told you deserve that? So you go through your life subscribing to what you believe about yourself. And at that point in my life, I had learned to subscribe to the idea that I wasn't worth anything besides that abuse. I wasn't worth anything of praise. So if somebody praised me, I was more quick to bite their hand than I was to take their hand. Mm. Because I felt very unsafe and very unloved. And that's where a lot of my fucked up decisions came from. Do you feel like your your decisions were like um, they were embellished or they were pushed to move into a certain direction based on media, based on how people told you you should react about these things? I think media definitely exacerbates the fuck out of that. Mm. Absolutely. It is exploitative to our vulnerabilities when it comes to our lack of self-love, our lack of appreciation for what we are and our uniqueness. When you don't feel safe, you are so easily manipulated. Oh my God, you you don't know what to listen to and you don't know which side is up or down. Mm, Yeah. Marketing takes advantage of that shit. Magazines take advantage of that shit. If you're a woman walking around, shaking your ass, look, I'm 45 and I still look good and I know that shit. But if that was all I had to fucking offer the world at 45, please somebody just (laughs) lock me in a room. Horse tranquilizer, put it down. Roger (laughs) that. We're moving in. I mean, seriously, (laughs) that's about as useful as a woman that if that's all she has to offer the world is her tits and ass and you ain't got no fucking mind or a sense of sympathy or empathy or a spiritual grounding point or some sense of inner peace. If you don't have any of that other stuff to deliver, get in a potato sack. Yes. I And it's so crazy, <laughs> it's so crazy that you say that like that because I believe that media does that. I think media attacks those insecurities that we have, but they hide it. And mm-hmm. And the 48 Laws of Power, Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. one of the things that they say, which is law number 12, it says use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. The craziest part about that, like I said, yeah. when you read it. Narcissists as, are classic for that shit, yeah, too. And, and not only narcissists, whoever runs this media, you got to understand that we they use these things to attack. In a sense of when Agreed. I say read this book, I, I say it in such a way where. It's a, it really is walking into a battlefield of gunfire with a bulletproof vest. It's right. putting you in a situation where you're now able to see what is coming at you and you're able to defend yourself accordingly. That right there can already show you what the media does. Yes, being a woman and voluptuous and beautiful can get you places. This is honesty in the making. Yeah. We know that that can get Big you into time. clubs. We know that can get you into opportunities. We know the biological understanding of that. But understanding that it is used against us every day. It's mm-hmm. something that we look at and we we aspire to be because that's what's showing us. So that, again, that false yeah. sense of safety and that false sense of 
self-love. And I, I love the fact that we're doing self-love nowadays. And I love the fact that it's being pushed and good vibes are being pushed. But now you can also see the malicious intent behind it. Henceforth to the idea that if you feel self-love, you wouldn't be boxed into those things. The media will capitalize on those who will buy into it and those who will buy into it feel a lack of safety Mm -hmm. and a lack of self-love. Exactly. So that, that being the point, same thing with, with the guys that with all the bullshit, like I said, with the kid's dad, like flossing with their vehicles and their hot chicks. And they think that's like power. And I think that's a shot. I think that's a shot at our public figures. I think that's something that we need to really address because that is something that is that isn't being taught correctly. We're getting we're getting more we're getting more and more people that are of the upper echelon showing up like, you know, look, that's not what's important. I mean, you're seeing more and more of it. It's filtering its way through. Yeah, it is. It's filtering its way through. And and on top of that, the other thing, too, that I was going to say about the media and business is when you are going into make a purchase somewhere, you'll notice the way things are marketed to you. Mm -hmm. If you have a sense of grounding and a sense of, you know, if you're coming from a space of safety and love, right? If you have confidence, in other words, because that's really what confidence is. Yeah. True confidence, authentic confidence comes from a space of self-love and a space of safety within oneself. Mm -hmm. So if you walk in with confidence, you are aware of the bullshit that's being marketed to manipulate you. And you're also aware of the bullshit or salesman Mm -hmm. that's hitting you up, trying to get you closed Mm -hmm. on their sale. Exactly. But you will also resonate with the person who shares yes i think that's what this podcast is all about is to have people understand that self-love and that authenticity and understanding that being your unedited self is being the beautiful self and the safe self within you and when it comes to it i think again this is a shot at all of our public figures because now we are walking into the limelight and we're going to show people self-love and we're going to talk about self-love in a way where it's easy to understand what's the real and what's not what's authentic part of it and what is not authentic and what, what's, what's edited what's and unedited. dope though what's dope though is we're talking about books and i'm going to throw a book out there at you guys if mm. anybody hasn't read it um take your notepads out david hawkins md phd he wrote this book called power versus force i read it Mm, three times oh my god it's such a good book that book along with the robert green books those are some some great tools yes because his stuff will help you gauge what the robert green bullshit stuff is when it's coming at you so i just think it's it's really important to educate yourself, not just for the sake of educating yourself on what could be coming at you, but just to educate yourself on your inner world and you gain self-confidence as you gain more knowledge and awareness yes. within yourself. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can do that a lot of times is not through other people. It's through the books that we read. So it is really genuinely a personal investment to read sometimes and put your brain into the the waves of thought that are helping you gain strength within yourself and gain conviction and gain clarity. Yeah, guys. And don't just go ahead and just start reading and read just for the sake of reading. Apply what you read. Yeah. Don't just read it to have the information stored because now you are you are literally a walking dictionary. <laughs> and dictionaries don't walk. They're stationary <laughs> and they usually collect dust. Apply what you read. If we are sharing these books with you and we are sharing this information, apply it. And furthermore, 
uh, take a look around and see how you may have been affected at times in your life where you were impacted to feel a lack of love for yourself. Mm. Go back to those moments, not to dwell on them, but to heal yourself. Get aware of where that feeling came from. If you have insecurity or rage or anything going on in you, examine what that spawned from and put that moment to rest. Just recognize that that was just a moment. Mm. It didn't mean anything about you. And come into the present moment and actually recognize you're still here for a fucking reason. And that reason is because you're badass. You're badass. And I believe, like I said, that we all have greatness. We're peeling back the layers forever of our lives. And my wish for you guys is today that you look back at a very unedited, unfiltered lens of your life. And you're able to examine how you are now living your life on the mark. Live with integrity. Live with self-love. Grow that love so that you can share value in your life with the lives of others. And I wish everybody a phenomenal day. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to be signing off now. Be phenomenal because you are worth the work. Thanks for listening up. And um, And tis the season. Happy Happy holidays. holidays. From Gita and Gio. (laughs) Happy holidays. (laughs) We'll get it together, guys, next year. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.